Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Thursday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Jake Bakoven once again with you. Bak, what's up? Oh, not too much. How's it Counting going? down to football still. Yeah, football tonight, actually. So we, we do. Got, we got day baseball on. That's, we got day baseball on. Don't you forget it. We got a riveting matchup between the Marlins and the Phils. At least the Phillies have those uh, light blue uniforms they, on. Those they are do slick. Have the, they do have the sweet uniforms on. I like the Marlins uniforms, not going to lie. Like, so the Marlins rebranded their colors a couple years ago, and it was like right before Giancarlo left. Yeah. And they rebranded their color and their design, their logo, all that, and their new unis are, are pretty sweet. Yeah, they're not, Yeah, I like them. you got to admit that the, the blue kind of looks... Pretty, pretty like snazzy. Teal. The teal, yeah. the, the bright blue. Do you not like that? With some orange or well, orange. yeah, I like it. I just it's it's hard to ever care about the Miami. <laughs> what are they? You don't even like the Marlins? The, they're the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still? Well, I'm still. I'm still kind of thinking about the Florida Marlins. Okay, that's John Trell Willis back in the yes, day. Yes, John Trell Willis, I Hanley some, Ramirez. Yeah, I, I had some guys I liked. Okay, who did you grow up watching any team? Because you're not. Big, you're not big. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So I love. I was a big baseball guy, and uh, basically, really? when I was young, up until uh, like 2010, 2008 or so. Just the pace of play is is annoying. Is that what it is? Um. Yeah. Basically, I just had to eliminate. <laughs> sport. Okay, that's fine. So, like, obviously, I, like, I, I'll talk to people, and it'll be because you know it just takes forever for games to play. Well, then, play. honestly, and that's true. The Red Sox won so much that it's like it took away my like. When I started watching, it was like break the curse, and then they broke the curse. Oh, and it was like, gotcha! But, but they've won four times in my life, and it's like I, I'm pretty, I'm fulfilled. You're yeah, yeah I, fine. I, I, they could never win again. I'd still be like, yeah, they still won four times in my life. That's pretty okay. good. That, okay, that's understandable. Then four zero two four six four five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Facebook 
uh, or excuse me, the, the Starter Hammond Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I currently have a poll question going on right now, Bach. I don't know if you saw it. No, not yet. If, do I look like Mark Whipple? <laughs> oh, you know, no, I didn't see that one. Do I? Do I, <laughs> I don't know where that, where did that come from? Okay, so Rashawn decided to m- grab photos of me and, and see if I look like Mark Whipple. <laughs> and so, because I don't know if you saw this, I got put on no context, not not directly, right. but I got I was on no context college football yeah. last night. Yeah. And because, because they, you were standing behind Mark I was, Whipple. I was standing behind Mark Whipple. <laughs> and so it was super awkward because then if you go and look at the quote tweets and look at the replies, there are just screenshots of me from these random <laughs> accounts. Because you do look kind because, of because I, serious I, I, back then. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, I, I have my arms crossed and I'm just like looking off into the distance or whatever. <laughs> nice. And so anyway, I was telling Rashawn about, you know, I went through the quote tweets, quote, quote tweets and these random accounts are... are screenshotting my picture and and posting it as Did well. Did they say anything? No, it's just the picture. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I like what people do that. It's I, a good I, troll move. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, except when it's me. Yeah. Um. So, Rashawn was like, Nick, you, you kind of look like Mark Whipple. <laughs> I was like, no, I do not. And he said that we need to put that picture that Mitch took on a t-shirt. Yeah. And have me in the background of Mark Whipple. And I said, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm good with it being on a t-shirt. Uh, and then we had to have a caption contest and all of them were just how me and Whipple looked alike, and and they're trying to get me to wear it to the next Mark Whipple press conference. It's weird because I don't see the resemblance. I don't either. No, Sorensen did it, found a young Whipple. That's true. And I thought that that looked a little closer. Still, I don't think you look too much like Mark Whipple. I don't think I do either. I think um, maybe if Mark Whipple was about fifty years younger. Yeah, there we we might have some might have a chance. Um, one <laughs> How thing, old is Mark Whipple? Because you really just is, dated him. Man. Okay, time out. Fifty years? <laughs> I'm not Hold sure on. if it's fifty. Mark Whipple age? I don't. What are you? Twenty one? So oh, you're he's sixty five. So if he was, so if he, okay, so if he was fifteen, yeah, him and I would probably look similar. <laughs> I don't think so. Him and I look closer if he's fifteen and I'm twenty one rather than sixty five and twenty one. Well, right, but I think you're going more for like the same age. So at least like take. I'm okay. just saying, be respective of your old. Take so, six years, five years off so that. 44. Say 44, 45 years younger. Yeah. So if he was 44, let's see what his son looks like. Austin. <laughs> yeah, uh, Austin does not look like me, so we are okay. Well, Mark Whipple's son. Yeah. Wait, I mean, I mean, his mother's involved in that. I mean, that, that's a different. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Find you. one of his brothers, you. maybe. You got any okay, brothers? so Mark Whipple brother. <laughs> does Mark Whipple have does, brothers? I don't know. That'll be harder to find. Mark Whipple brother. <laughs> um, this is this is going to be Spencer Whipple. Oh, Spencer Whipple is an American football coach. Oh, he's the co he's the co pass game coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals. Is he really? He is, is he Mark Whipple's brother? Yes, yeah, Spencer Whipple. Oh, of course. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer Whipple. Just kidding. No son. It's a son. It's a son. Spencer, hey, that's still pretty cool. That's, that is pretty interesting. Spencer Whipple is the son coordinator. Huh? Son of former UMass head coach, former Pittsburgh offensive coordinator. Mark Whipple, and current offensive coordinator for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Spencer attended Pine Richland High School. During his senior season, he threw for nearly 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. He led the high school Rams to an 11-1 record and a conference championship. He made the Pittsburgh team as a walk-on quarterback in 07. He then spent the 2008 season at UMass. Then he transferred to Miami. Whereas, wait, this is so weird. Where his father okay, was the yeah, offensive his, okay, coordinator. at that time it was. But still, he played at UMass and Pitt before his dad got jobs at UMass and <laughs> yeah. Pitt. And, That's weird. Well, so, hold on. What, where, 
Yeah, because he would have been at UMass after 2008. Whipple would have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very strange. And then in 2014, Spencer Whipple was hired as the tight ends coach for UMass. That sounds more like maybe his dad got him that job. Yeah, yeah. Spencer yeah. joined his father, Mark, who was starting a second stint as head coach at UMass. I did not know Mark was at UMass twice. <laughs> I didn't uh, know in, that either. In 2015. Oh, that, yeah. That gives me bad vibes because, of course, Mike Riley. <laughs> the Minutemen. The Minutemen. The UMass Minutemen. Yeah, How about that? Right. All right, so let's look at Mark Whipple. Yeah, so he was at UMass. So his son figured out a way to get to UMass in between okay. Mark Whipple's two stints. Well, at least there was a, there's some sort of connection there. That makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. So from 1998 to 2003, Mark Whipple was at UMass. Then from 2014 to 2018... Mark Whipple was at UMass. My goodness, his first stint at UMass was actually pretty good. I always was it really? I always looked at his UMass stint as kind of a, a, a failure, I guess, or not a failure. Just you know, it, it only didn't oh last wow, he never had too many wins. That's not bad at all. So he had a twelve and three record in his first year, won the, the NCAA Division One AA championship, then went nine and four, seven and four, three and eight, eight and four, ten and three, and then. His final stint at UMass, 3-9, 3-9, 2-10, 4-8, 4 As a head coach, though, he's 137-103. and 103. <laughs> That's because, across many because levels. Because he went 48-17 he went at New Haven from 1988 to 1993 and 24-16 and at Brown from 94 to 97. So, hey, Mark Whipple is a head coach. Career record one thirty seven and one hundred three, which is the weird thing too, is that he's not the associate, like the associate head coach. So if That's anything true. happens this year, I find it weird that they're going it's to Mickey. go to Mickey, who doesn't have head coaching experience, at least as far as I remember, um, at, at the biggest level. But you have Whipple right there, who's got <laughs> one more than one hundred and what thirty games. You said, oh my gosh, I found Mark Whipple with non gray hair. Uh, <laughs> look at this picture; he's got orange hair. Uh, that is that is Donald Trump colored hair. Yeah, at Miami of all places, where you know, obviously orange yeah. and green. So this colors. one, this one is this is an article. It has Mark Whipple on the picture from 2018. Mark Whipple is returning. Excuse me, 2014. Mark Whipple is returning to UMass. Yes. A source told the Herald Steve Buckley last night that Whipple will be the new head football coach. Contract details are still being finalized. Um. I mean, it was a great move. Look at this. They were like, Whipple previously coached six years with the Minutemen, compiling a 49-25 and 25 record and winning a national championship in his first season. He then left UMass after the 03 season to become the quarterback coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Interesting. This is deep dive into Mark <laughs> Whipple. This is what I like to... This is what I like to see. I'd have to correct myself, too. Um, uh, Mickey Joseph does have a little bit of head coaching experience at Langston. He okay. Coached one, it looks like... Maybe took over as interim and then coached another year. This is always interesting to to f- see past like jobs um, for for guys. So like, you a big Langston fan? I'm not. I couldn't tell you where Langston was. Is it probably in Louisiana? No, actually, it's in Oklahoma. Langston College. Yeah. Football. <laughs> I'm not sure what their uh, 2022 like who, their Lions who are, maybe who are they playing today? Oh, maybe yeah, Langston University Lions. Nice there job, Bach. Yeah. So they open up the season on September 3rd against the Oklahoma Panhandle State. 
<laughs> oh, um, there's a lot see. more teams in Oklahoma than I thought. There any, was. any more? Okay, so here's their schedule: Texas College, Wayland Baptist, Arkansas Baptist, Lyon College, Texas Wesleyan, Ottawa University. Wow, Louisiana Christian, Arizona Christian, Southwestern Assemblies of God. <laughs> well, I like that last one. That's cool. Okay, let's look at the Southwestern <laughs> Assemblies of God. Um, I thought it was Assembly of Gods. That'd be even cooler. <laughs> no, Assemblies. There's yeah. multiple Assemblies of, of assemblies One God. Mostly Assemblies of One God. Of one God. Not, <laughs> Just not, one Assembly not of Many Gods I think would be a little bit cooler, but that's fine. I'll start we're, my own college. We're, we're for all the gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's, let's just look real quick. I, this is completely off off pay, off uh, the plan. 2021 was the record. Oh, Southwest Assemblies of God went 9-3 and three last year. What's their mascot? It looks like a lion. A lot lions are popular, especially in in this league. Oh gosh! In twenty nineteen, they went zero and ten. They uh, lost twenty four to fourteen to Langston. Uh, brutal thirty five to zero shutout loss to Oklahoma Panhandle State University. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they never thought this would be never... repeated in Nebraska <laughs> airwaves years later. <laughs> let's just let's just pick a random year. What year was Mickey Joseph at Langston? Can you can you let me know I for that? I think twenty fourteen. Actually, he didn't do too bad. All right, 2014. 20, no, 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 2011 and twenty twelve. Okay, so twenty eleven. Let's see. All right, so Southwestern Assemblies of God. University <laughs> went four and six in 2011, and they lost 41 to 13 on the road at Langston. There you go, Mickey. Nice job, Mickey. There you go. They lost to uh, Southern Nazarene University, 56 to 17. Oh wow, they beat the uh, Haskell Indian Nations University, 46 to two. Hey, now Nebraska played Haskell a lot back in the day. Did they really? They did in the uh, early part of Nebraska, the Bug Eater days. Yeah, they. Uh, Southwestern Assemblies of God d- destroyed them, forty-six to two, in Lawrence, <laughs> Kansas. And then, last but not least, they they lost on October 29th, two thousand eleven, to Northwestern Oklahoma State University, sixty-two to thirty-nine. Yeah. So, at least a bit of a shootout. That's a shame. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> not sure how Assembly we got Assembly of the Gods. I, I, Southwestern. Southwestern Assembly. Um, bipolar says this, hate to break it to you, but God doesn't win you football games. Hey, that's too bad. I, 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 I bet against that. I've heard many people in their post game really? interviews say that God helped them win that football game. That's true. God and penalties. Yeah. And fumbles. Touchdown Jesus. <laughs> Notre Dame. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we like they Notre do, Dame. Too pretty well. Do you like Notre Dame? Is it bad that I like Notre Dame? To most people it would be. I like Notre Dame too. Okay, good, Buck. Yeah. This is this is one of the few takes that I'll agree with you on. Yeah, because like you you got the you like Texas, you like Iowa. I don't like Texas. <laughs> I like Iowa. I, I like Iowa There's a game. There's yeah, a meme, you and it's right. Meme. It's it's correct. <laughs> I'll post it again. I have no problem doing that. And uh, I like some of the players Texas has had over the years. I'll say that. Okay, is it bad that I I'm, I, I enjoy watching Bajan Robinson right now? No, that's like, fine. I, I am excited to watch Bajan Robinson play for Texas. Also, it doesn't really feel bad. Like, the time to hate Texas is when they're good and, like, play meaningful games. The last it, couple of years, it's like, it doesn't have the same type well, of is feel it, to it when is you it hate okay, them. Is it okay if we hate Texas when Nebraska plays them? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. When, like, because Nebraska hasn't been in the Big Ten or Big 12 for however many years, hasn't played Texas in, in however many years, and... I mean, last one would have been 2010. So, but historically, they ruined your rivalry with they Oklahoma. They did. They chased you out of the Big 12. But we're still sitting here. Last year, the, there was still the the hatred for Oklahoma. 
Like, that's still there. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I just don't I don't think you have to hate Texas right now. I think if you if you had Iowa, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Texas lined up on your schedule, <laughs> Texas would still be the most hated of that group. Texas or, or Oklahoma? I think Texas. I think Oklahoma, okay. and, and people will argue with this, too, kind of depends on your generation and, and what time. I mean, but there's a lot of, uh, at times, a lot of respect between the Nebraska and Oklahoma programs and their rivalry. That's what's interesting. At other times, yes, di- different people, there's pure hatred. So, I mean, you kind of get that. But I've never heard much respect between Nebraska and Texas. That is what's interesting is when you say Nebraska, Oklahoma. I think that you're, you're absolutely right. There is that level of respect there from what happened, you know, 30, 40 years ago. I think okay, you're right. Like the Colt McCoy and uh, it was it Jackson Shipley. Which one was the older one? Yeah, Jackson uh, was was, I think the it was the younger one. Was or excuse it? me, Jackson yeah. was the younger one. Jordan, Jordan Shipley, Jordan Shipley, the, the wide receiver. Yeah. You liked Jordan Shipley. Come on, uh, come on. See, that's not. I'm not more of like a Lima Swede guy. I don't. You were probably too young no, for Lima Swede. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like Roy Williams, the uh, the wide receiver. He was pretty good oh when he's at Jordan Texas. Shipley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, I, I didn't mind Jordan Shipley. There was a time that I really liked Texas when I was growing up. Before Did I, you still like Nebraska? Yeah, before yeah. I realized the rivalry behind it. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jordan Shipley, let's just see what he what he did at Texas. Because just to, just to revisit, because I know everybody's interested here. He was there for a while. He was. He was. Um, stats. Six-year wide receiver. He was six foot 190. This is... Oh, they don't have his stats here. Um, all right, six-year wide receiver who finished his career at at Texas, all-time leader in receptions, had 248 with 3,191 yards and 33 total TDs. Two-time All-American. Wow. Yeah. Jordan Shipley, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> um, and then Jackson Shipley and uh, Case McCoy weren't quite quite as good as their brothers. You remember Case McCoy? I do remember Case McCoy. Yeah, <laughs> there was. It's it's always interesting. Like Oklahoma, I remember more playing against Landry Jones than Sam Bradford. Yeah, I remember more of the Landry Jones games than the the Sam Bradford games. I'm fairly certain Nebraska took Sam Bradford like a tackle. Took Sam for was that Bradford when he went down? One of their quarterbacks was definitely injured. At the hands of Nebraska. It might All have right. been Bradford. So, Nebraska versus Sam Bradford. I just Googled that. Um, <laughs> all right. So, here we go. Sam Bradford. Oh, no. This was in a... Yikes. In the 2008 game. Do you remember this game? 2008, yeah. How Do you remember how bad it was? Yeah. That, I mean, there was, a, there was good feelings for Bo Pelini, but that was a game you just kind of said, well, not that one. They were they lost sixty two to twenty eight. Yeah, at Oklahoma. Yeah, they weren't ready. That, that's one of those games. It was like the first year for Bo Pelini again. Yeah, and it was like okay, program that, in Oklahoma at the time was like top five. It was just they were one number of those, four in the country. It was like the one time, of those yeah. Ohio State matchups yeah. that you just go, well, everybody loses like that to them. Like the you know, like so the one bad. where it was Nebraska with Tommy Armstrong or or even Taylor Martinez. Remember the one with Taylor Martinez and they lost. I think it was like sixty two to three. That was, was that, Tommy. Was that Tom's Tommy? Yeah, okay, yeah. that was Tommy. So in this game, tw- 2008, Oklahoma was up 35 to 0 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Bradford yeah. had went Sam Bradford went 19 of 27 for 311 yards and five touchdowns. Um Chris Brown rushed for 89 yards on nine carries. Mm, wow. Quentin Castile. Nice. Um DeMarco Murray 
Oh yeah, this DeMarco would, Murray. This would be current good. running back coach at uh, Oklahoma. That's right. Yeah, that's for that's that's absolutely right. I forgot about he's current running back coach. Um, I, it's too bad that Demarco didn't have a, a better NFL career. He was on fire till he, he got he traded was, to the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah. He was he was a good running back in the NFL because I remember that was stupid, but I remember I had him on his fantasy team the year on my fantasy team the year he did really well, and then. He did not do really well. Who, do he, who was he traded? The Cowboys didn't the Cowboys and Eagles just swap running backs? Demarco, I'll just look up Demarco, look Demarco Murray, Murray trade. trade. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't um, think it worked out for him. Yeah. So, oh, so then the Eagles traded him to the Titans eventually. I forgot about that one. Um, okay. Don't forget Des Bryant. His name just popped up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, hard to forget Des. Bryant. Yeah, hard to forget him. Eagles win big in the DeMarco Murray trade. Okay, so we got to do from Cowboys to Eagles. Um, the full story. I, I can't. I can't find. I can't figure out where he. Why he got. Okay, here we go. The Cowboys nearly traded running back DeMarco Murray back to the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles nearly traded running back DeMarco Murray back to the Cowboys before settling on the Tennessee Titans this offseason. Um. Okay, they wanted to trade him to a non-divisional foe, so they could have traded him back to the Cowboys, but they didn't want to trade keep him in the same division. I'm try. I, I still can't figure out where they, uh, who they traded so, him to. Uh, so I think it was just he signed in free agency. Maybe okay. that's why I was misremembering. Okay, I I, I was, was right just there a with shuffle you. of running backs. I was right there was with you, Buck. I, I thought yeah. they traded him too. Um, the Cowboys. Speaking of real quick NFL. Running back, I know we're bouncing all over. Stick with us. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarah Hammond text line. The Cowboys have a little bit of a decision to make, whether or not they want to stick with Ezekiel Elliott or go with Tony Pollard. Because if you break it down, Tony Pollard has quite a few, quite quite fewer carries by number, but he has a lot more. He has, he has a better yards per carry average. Yeah. And Ezekiel Elliott has some fumble issues in the past. So they have to make a decision here. As if they, if they want to stick with the two running back style that they have, because they they feature them both pretty exclusively or, or regular regularly as well, or do they want to settle on one guy? And and I don't I don't know if it's as clear cut as just saying it's Ezekiel Elliott. Well, the only problem is there is you're gonna have to find a trading partner for him because they did they've got him signed through 2026. Okay, so he'll be 31 at that time. That's pretty old for a running back. Usually, at least the miles that'll be on his tires because he's been in the league since 2019. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I think they're probably kind of stuck with him. Yeah, I guess he's getting paid. I mean, six years, 90 million back in in 2019. So yeah, um, includes so this in 2022. Ezekiel Elliott will make 12.4 mil. So I don't know. I, I guess so. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a break. <laughs> this this uh, recap of the first segment. Do I look like Mark Whipple? You can vote on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert. Um, do I look like Mark Whipple? Yes or no? There's a picture there. There's some younger pictures that Jake and Mark have put in there. Uh, not Mark Whipple, Mark Onweiler. And uh, so vote on that. Then we talked about Mark Whipple having two stints at UMass. And a son. And a son, Spencer, who yeah. who nestled his way into UMass during in between his two stints. Then it was... Uh, Southwestern Assemblies of the Gods. I like God. that one, yeah. God, just the God. Um, this one. Langston University, Langston College. Then it was NFL. Yeah. No, no, Sam Bradford. That's right, we got Sam Bradford Jordan Shipley, a little bit of Texas, <laughs> Texas action. Just a bounce around segment here 
on the happy hour. But what's new? Uh, stick with us, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you. Once again, no Rico or Nathan today um, and the rest of the week. So it'll just be Bach and I hanging out with you guys until about 4 p.m. or so. Strick will maybe nestle his way in here every now and then as well. But don't go anywhere. When we come back, I do want to touch on this Jordan Addison situation because he spoke to the media for the first time since the whole NIL deal and transferring to USC. Talked a little bit about Pat Narduzzi. Talked about his time at Pittsburgh. So I kind of want to discuss that with Bach. We'll probably get into Husker football eventually. Um, And then also, how interested are you guys in the Field of Dreams game tonight? Because last year it was a big thing with the Yankees and White Sox. But now this year and and, and for years to come, they're not really talking about it a whole lot. So I kind of want to see where the interest level with that is. We'll get to all that and more. Bach with me, Nick Sainter with you guys. Hanging out with you on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.